Is there any way someone could weaponize the bird flu? Is that what we're looking at? Someone doesn't have to weaponize the bird flu. The birds are doing that. Watch this. It's transmission. So we just need to know which direction. On day one, there were two people, and then four, and then 16. In three months, it's a billion. That's where we're headed. They're calling out the National Guard. They're moving the president underground. People will panic. Get away! It will tip over. The truth is being kept from the world. Cook your samples, destroy everything. I smell like an egg salad sandwich. Check one, check one, check one. I was born ready. Uh, okay, hey, we're back. Uh, it's it's again coronavirus. It's uh, May. It's now May sixth. Yes, we're in the third month. Yeah, um, this is week what ten, nine, ten? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say like week <clears throat> ten. Um, we didn't quite have something to review. It sort of came up last minute. Yeah. I could review the things that are happening in my life right now, like naps. Yeah. Uh, well, you specifically said we need to talk about something because otherwise you're going to talk about how you're losing your mind. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I've, the past two days have been been a little more intense for me. I don't know if you felt that. Um, well, tell me about it. <laughs> that makes me feel comfortable sharing my feelings on the podcast. Um, no, I, so we got news at work that we're not going back to the office until September 6th. It's brutal. And that that took the old wind out of my sails, Eric. Uh, I believe it. That, uh, mm. that shook me a little bit. And I was like, I can't do this every day for the next three months. Yeah. Can't do it. Well, yeah. You know, the thing is like, like my day to day, like my day to day activities, what I would normally be doing are not drastically different than pre virus sure. America. Sure. Um, but I, I too have been like, just, I am exhausted by all of it. Like, obviously, uh, I wasn't working prior to the virus and I was working on my own projects at home, but I had the option to leave. Yes. And the option to go do other things. Yes. And like knowing that I don't have those is a real bummer. But like I'm also like all day long feasting on the vibes of everybody else, you know? Yeah. Like my wife is at home working, loves work, <laughs> loves it, you know, which is great. Yeah. It's one of the, it's, she still it, loves it at home. No, I mean, she, lo- <laughs> she loves work, but, yeah. uh, and she, and she loves doing it at home, but she would much rather be like doing the normal in the office, going to work where the, you have a zone where you work and then you leave work and go back home. Yeah. She would far prefer that over, um, you know, working, standing up at a dresser in our bedroom while I take four hour baths. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm, I'm not like, I haven't cracked yet, you know, like walking over here, I felt like I was in, uh, the memoir, memoirs of an invisible man with Chevy Chase, you know that movie? No. Where he's just like completely covered up and like walking out, walks out the house. Oh yeah. He's yeah. an invisible man, but like covers himself with like ace bandages. Yeah. I went for a run the other day and I had like the mask on my face, a bandana, the, the sunglasses. Yeah. And Maya was like, 
You look like, what's that movie where you can't see the guy? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I can review. I've now been able to take naps just about every day, which is nice. Oh, that's great. I I just put a BRB status on my Slack. Yeah. Do a little power nap, an hour long power nap. You got to do the, uh, was it it, um, Benjamin Franklin who did the spoon naps? What is that? He would hold a spoon like balanced on his forefinger and uh-huh. would hold the back of the spoon. So like the, you know, the little like yeah, yeah. cup of the spoon is out <laughs> here and he would sit in a chair and he would fall asleep. And as soon as he was relaxed enough to drop the spoon, the spoon would hit the floor and wake him up. And then he'd go back to whatever he was doing. What? That sounds yeah. terrible. <laughs> well, yeah, he took air baths too. So I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I can't sleep in a chair one. Um, but yeah, uh, I can review eating six eggs a day. I can review. Machi, machi. I can review <laughs> cooking every meal, yeah. which is the same three things over and over again. Yeah. What else? I can review starting petty battles with restaurants <laughs> and yes. uh, other people on the streets. Yes, same. I can uh, review overreacting at work. Um, that's really about it. That's all I got. Yeah, I can review Ugh. my my. Um, many extensive baths that I take yeah. throughout the week. Are you really bathing now and taking a bath? Yeah. Oh, dude, what is going on with you right well, now? I take baths all the time. <laughs> I love it. Why? It's where I relax. No, you, you seriously take a bath. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was like when we were looking for apartments, that was my, my bathtub want, must have a tub. And I'm going to say the tub in this place, not as nice as the last one. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I just I can't imagine your huge body just enjoying a bathtub. Are I mean, you like ripping the bong while you're in the tub or something? Sometimes. Yeah. I'm not like a mannequin. <laughs> you can fold me up, you know. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Uh my joints work. I, yeah, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Is that your primary uh mode of bathing? No, shower. Hmm. But uh I like to take a bath, uh, especially since I've been running a lot, because the old legs get sore. Yeah. Take a little bath, you know? A Just little bath. Soak for like ten minutes. Yeah. I'm an I'm an inef- uh, an efficient guy. I don't have a bathtub in my apartment. I only have a standing shower. Listen, I'm unemployed. Maximum so. <laughs> efficiency. Dude, uh, you haven't lived until you've just posted up in the tub, you know. You got your phone. You're reading the news. I can't remember last time I took a bath. Oh. Last time I took a bath was probably five years ago. And I tried to have like a sexy bath situation with someone I was dating. And it did not go well. Oh, my baths are not sexy. <laughs> I can absolutely we guarantee like ordered food. We were in a hotel in LA. Was it a or, big bath? Yeah, it was huge. Oh, okay. Okay. And there was like a, a mirror in front of it. But if like you really need to know someone well to take a bath together. Yeah. And eat nachos and it go well. Oh, Yeah. And this was not not that. It was so awkward, so uncomfortable. Yeah, you need to know somebody really well to incorporate nachos into a situation and expect it to continue to be sexy. Yeah. But when you when you add a bath, yeah. I'm going to as a as a as a bath enthusiast, <laughs> I'm going to say that uh people's bodies, ordinary people's bodies, yeah. and the way that they move, yeah, in a tub, yeah. Not particularly sexy. No. There's a lot of like, oh, I don't want to slip. Yeah. Um, oh, careful, careful, careful. Oh, oh careful. and now we're both getting in. I don't yeah, want to yeah, stick my yeah. ass in your face. <laughs> um, it was a big tub. It had a mirror, a huge mirror yeah. at one end, one end of it. Um, it, you know, it had all the trappings of a, like a, 
90s rap video <clears throat> sex scene. Right. Not that at all. And then she slipped like, Ew, yeah, in the tub, she, she, she hit her head the on the faucet. <laughs> Dead. You're there with nachos covered in blood. <laughs> uh, um, no, this is a, this is a thing I did. You know, I, I think I was a more impulsive, maybe some would call it romantic person. Yeah. In my youth. Yeah. Um, this is now someone who works in my office, by the way. Oh, great. Killer. Killer time in the elevator when we run into each other. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Hey. Uh, <laughs> what's up? You know any good places around here to grab nachos? And uh, yeah, we just, we met and then we were both going to be out of town. And I was like, sure, let's just go to LA for a couple of days after knowing each other for like a month. Yeah. Classic folly. Didn't, did not work out because you know, you're traveling together. There's no downtime with the person. Yeah. You can't just do you. Yeah. I understand the impulse. Yeah. The, the like it's everyone I told like women were like, Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Very, romantic. Very, very yeah. romantic. Let's just say fuck everything. And guys are like, are you okay? That's is, everything, is everything all right? Yeah, guys are like, that's, oh, I can't wait to hear <laughs> about okay, how dude? bad this goes. Yeah, oh, call me when you're back. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to hear about every second of this. And then every every woman you tell is like, oh my God, that's so romantic. Yeah. You know why? They're not picturing you in a tub with nachos. <laughs> they're picturing like, they're picturing like. Like Antonio Banderas. Yeah. Or, or, or like, you know, what's his face from the notebook, like soaked in rainwater. Yeah, right. Uh, you not know, like, like some dude is kind of awkward and makes bad jokes burping a lot like in a bathtub with you yeah, yeah. eating a particularly farty food yes <laughs> yeah yeah and the worst part about it was that we we were both came from new york and we were both jet lagged so we're both just exhausted yeah. and cranky the whole time Oof. and it just made things so much more miserable uh, cranky bath with another person brutal <laughs> and it was my birthday and then it was new year's <laughs> oh man to be a fly on the wall i know man <laughs> you would just be cringing the whole time like change the channel it sucks i can't handle it oh no a bath yeah um i could also review burping while wearing a mask which is not great yeah it's not my favorite yeah um has that inspired you to address your gastrointestinal issues or address it what do you yeah, mean? like take action Oh, you want me to go to the doctor right now and so, see what's like, up? Have you thought about like doing things that would make I'm gonna, you less I'm going to Google WebMD. I burp a lot. <laughs> like what? what? I don't know. Take an antacid or like. No. Uh, some Beano? <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, also, I've been making nachos at home. Really good meal to make. Uh, last you like, you know, like five meals maybe. I didn't realize nachos were such a big thing for you. They are now. They're a new thing. They're one of my three meals I make. I mean, according to what you're saying, you ate them in a bathtub with a lover a while ago. <laughs> That's just, <laughs> yeah. It's not like a running theme where like nachos are like my release valve on life. You know, it's yeah. not, it's not quite like that. Um, but uh, yeah, I make them in like a cast iron skillet. Oh, that's nice. And then just refry it when I'm, when like the next day. Refry the leftovers. So you're just reheating nachos over and over. Refrying nachos. Oh, on the stovetop. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Real good. Okay. <laughs> Man, that is some fucking hobo shit. Why that is, is that hobo that shit? Is some hobo divorce dad shit <laughs> right there. <laughs> Why? <laughs> crack, crack oh, did you guys know you could fry up some day old nachos on the <laughs> stove and they're just as good? <laughs> 
<laughs> they're better, maybe. I don't see what's wrong with everything. The germs there. right out of them. They're I, just as good. I can't eat a whole thing of nachos in one sitting. God. But you're making the nachos. I know, but you have to make enough, like a whole skillet. You, gotta, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, so are you like, you're what, like, what's one serving of nachos? You're like at home making a skillet of nachos and you're like, oh, I'm set for the week. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> like, you know, this is dinner for like three, four days. That is insane. What? Why is that insane? Do you it's leave insane. them on the stove or do you like put them in the fridge or what? Yeah, I stand over the stove. I stare at the window. I have NPR playing in the background. Well, I figure you just Barefoot. like you yeah. just turn the turn no the on. turn the stove off when you're done yeah. with them, and then turn it back on when you're ready. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I put them in some Tupperware. You know, okay. I'm okay. a civilized person. Okay, well that that makes me feel a little bit. Better. Yeah, I I baked a shitload of bread this weekend. Yeah, God damn, I'm so over bread. Oh, maxed out. Especially my bread. My bread sucks. My bread, <laughs> my bread is not that good. Yeah, I'm over. Um, everything that we eat <laughs> you know like i mean you, you probably have this too but you have sort of like a a repertoire of recipes yeah like you I'm know saying, nachos right you got nachos nachos bread fried eggs yeah uh oh avocado on toast oh that's good that's something i'm making that's very good i went full millennial and made the allison roman shallot pasta thing i think i made that too pretty good yeah it was Pretty good. good. Yeah. I mean, now I just make that ago. sauce for eggs now. Hey, you want to hear a it's crazy idea? Uh, this is something that I tried. I didn't think it was good, but it is. Um, my father-in-law used to eat <clears throat> avocado and soy sauce sandwiches. Avocado and soy sauce. Okay. So you take, you know, you like you, yeah, you yeah, get yeah. a piece of bread and you, you like mash up the avocado yeah. and you put it on there and you drizzle soy sauce on it. And you yeah. Another piece of bread and you eat it. And and the the sensation is almost like peanut butter. Mm, it's almost good. like a peanut butter sandwich. You know, I tried making my own hummus. Sucked. Yeah, came out like shit. Super that is dry. So much work for nothing. Yeah, yeah. You, you could just go to a bodega. And, I'm just gonna mash up some chickpeas, basically. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <clears throat> um. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. Uh, but yeah, so this this realization of I'm gonna be in my apartment all through summer. Uh. Just, I need to get the fuck out of there. What are you going to do? <clears throat> I don't know yet. That's part of my concern. Uh, do you think you're going to like cook up a real plan to leave or do you think you're just going to ride it out and go insane? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for those two uh, options. <laughs> um, I, I would like to leave for a month. And like go work from work from a different location. Yeah, I can't work for my sisters. I will lose my mind. Yeah, um, I've burned enough bridges in L.A. where that's not really an option. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. I'm not right. sure. Yeah, well, really any, good at burning bridges. If any listeners have like a spare bedroom or a <laughs> you know like growing pains Mike Seaver style yes. style apartment above, above the, the garage. garage. Yeah. Uh, with a waterbed that uh, <laughs> nobody's currently occupying for whatever reason, I found just the deadbeat. <laughs> who I would cook love my own food to use your you don't have to worry about me. <laughs> I got my own pan. What's your Wi-Fi password? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, like I was saying on on uh, the Slack channel, it'd be cool to just run a house with a pool for like a couple weeks. Yeah, I'll do that in a second. Yeah, I would do that, but uh, <clears throat> none of the. None of the dudes on the Slack have even been in the same physical 
place except for you and me. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that would be like a big hurdle to cross. We're fine. I know. I mean, if one of us, so say we all get together, right? And one of us gets sick. We all, the rest of us can nurse the other one back to health, you know? Yeah. It'll be like the Oregon trail. It would be like, um, the thing. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And then while we're doing cannonballs, we'll, we'll nurse the other person back to health. Yeah. Uh, I have to say it's been slowly settling in um, or setting in. I should say that like summer's fucked. Yeah. Summer is fucked. And I, I I don't know why I haven't thought about that until like very recently. I haven't like come to terms that memorial is not going to happen. Yeah. I, I am. I don't even know how to process that information. <laughs> I can't even say that I am depressed about it because like I, my brain right. doesn't even understand. Right. I don't even <clears throat> like, like I, I went out to Rockaway uh, the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife and I drove out there um, cause she's been running too. And she was like, Oh, let's go out to Rockaway. I'm going to run today. So I'll run there and you can hang out with the dog and whatever. So, um, I went out there and it kind of hit me while we were there that like, Oh, this isn't going to be normal this summer. Like maybe it will, maybe it will like reopen and everybody will just get back to it. And then like a whole bunch of people will die and, and, (laughs) and we'll all just be like, yeah, okay. And then like (laughs) hanging out at rippers and eating burgers and pretend it's not happening. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Rippers is not going to open. I assume. I assume because yeah. it's always jam packed. Totally. People. Yeah. It just can't, it can't be the same as it was. Yeah. Or like, again, we're going to cover the same territory, but like you're going to wait on a line for what now? Two hours to get like a cheeseburger and fries. Yeah. It's crazy. <clears throat> um, I am going to need to be somewhere else though. Cause it's going to get hot. I love doing cannonballs in a pool. Yeah, I like doing can openers. Really going to love to swim and Some watermelons. Out. Right. <laughs> What's a watermelon? It's an upside down cannonball. <laughs> I fucking bust those things out like have no you, problem. Have you and Maya talked about what you're what you're going to do, what your plan is? Um, <clears throat> she has been putting the pressure on to kind of figure that out. Um, so, you know, we bought an Airstream trailer last yep. year. So you bought a smaller space where you guys live in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and that is currently parked on a piece of property upstate owned by her family yeah. uh, that no one lives on. There's an abandoned house uh, that is not in a livable situ- situation. Could you sleep there if you needed to? In the house? Yeah. No. No. In the trailer, yes. I have. Not in the house. No. Okay. Um, but uh, mm. like right now, it, it's an abandoned property in like a corner of the Catskills that is essentially forgotten. Like you can't get internet there. Right. You can just barely get a phone line. Right. Um, so we're trying to figure out how to make it into, uh, a, like a, like a somewhat comfortable livable situation. So that, cause, cause I'm going to be renovating the trailer and I can rough it. You know, I got, I got a toilet seat that snaps onto a five gallon bucket. (laughs) guessing Maya is not down with that. Right. Um, <laughs> she needs some more creature comforts. Yes. <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> so I've spent the night there and just like, like I, I watched Barry all night one night in the so trailer good. and just like peeing in a bucket that was next to me. Yeah. And then Sounds in the morning fun. I dumped it out and I was like, <laughs> this is great. 
um, but she's going to need a little bit more than that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, that's, that's what we're currently trying to figure out. Um, like how, so I think we're going to get like a porta potty Mm -hmm. and then have that set up. And then we need to get like, like a better electrical situation because we're currently like running electrical off of the house, which is like really old. And yeah, I feel like it's going to burst into flames or, (laughs) or it's going to fail. And once it fails, then I'm going to be like, I don't know what to do. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to get an electrician to figure it out. I don't know, but she has been, um, really emphasizing every day. Like we got to figure out how to do all that stuff because we cannot hang out in this apartment. Yeah. All that's summer. all like, that's all a lot of work though. It's like not a quick fix. For I know. That's what I keep trying to say. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah. So I'm trying to, I thought, I thought about buying a car. Yeah. Yeah. You should. I would love to just like drive around, do a little road trip this summer, you know? Yeah. Not live out of my car, but just drive around for a while. You could though. I could. <laughs> That, that like, one-way RV thing was very appealing. <clears throat> I want to do that. So Eric and I were looking at uh, Man Memorial, in case the listeners are not aware, uh, is our men's only Memorial Day trip. Yes. We encourage you to do your own. Yes. Um, and it's just a bunch of guys hanging out, drinking beers, enjoying each other's friendship and company. Yes. Yucking it up. Yeah, just being in, stupid for 48 hours. In the middle of the woods. It's great. Um, and we were talking about renting an RV and taking Memorial on the road this year. Yeah. Um, but there's good deals if you like fly somewhere or like you pick it up from Newark, New Jersey and drive an RV one way. Yeah, because they need to deliver them yeah. like across the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which would be pretty good. Oh, I would fucking love to do that. Same. Fuck. <laughs> well, we could, could we... We could do that, right? We could. No one's telling us we can't do anything. Except nature. <laughs> Except nature. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe when thing maybe things will start to ease up. Yep. And people will feel a little more like loose about their willingness to do those things. But the the problem <clears throat> is like I'm gonna feel terrible if we sign up to to like drive an R V across the country and then like we fly across the country and hop in this RV and then we're like, we're like an RV full of typhoid Mary's stopping at every <laughs> fucking truck stop along the way. Yeah. Like we're in, we're in New York, which is like the documented nerve center of infection in the country. It seems, it seems crazy to like, yeah, as long as we don't have New York plates, <laughs> we'll be fine. Right. Nobody will know. Yeah, exactly. Fuck these people. Um, so, we showed up tonight to review. Um, so we had we had a suggestion from a fan to review Love Is Blind. Yeah, which I w- would like to review. Um, have you watched it? Um, I haven't. Okay, I haven't had time to watch much TV. Been working a lot. Okay, um, you got to carve out time for yourself, Frank. I know. I I've meant to. Um, you know, last night I I worked pretty late. So what I've been doing is I, I like worked during the day take a nap during the day at one point and then work a little bit late and take a break and like go have a beer and take a walk or whatever. Yeah. You can drink outside now, by the way. Oh yeah. So I've been doing it's that. lawless here now. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been doing that, which is nice. Um, and then come back and work a little bit. And last night, you know, I, I either like watch TV or read before bed. And last night I was like, you know what? I'm going to read some poetry. 
Oh, that's very nice. To really like change my mindset a little bit. Okay. I got through two poems dead asleep. That's, I mean, poetry is a great way to put you to sleep. Yep. And I also, I could also review the new kink in my neck. I had this fucking blazing knot Ooh. in my shoulder that uh, has been keeping me up at night. Story of my life. So good. Got Love it. Uncomfortable fucking That's bed. what you want when you have nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Just random pain. So good. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Speaking of drinking outside, uh, I haven't been drinking outside, though I should. You have a little balcony. You should. Well, so, yeah, yeah. The balconies are not particularly usable. It's extremely windy, and the neighbor's air conditioner is right there, so it's like it's like you're trying to relax next to, like, a jet engine. <laughs> um, but uh, That's too bad. There's a, a Mexican restaurant on the ground floor of this building, and they have continued, like, they do, uh, ta- like, takeout stuff, yeah, yeah. and they have a, a window that they open, and you can just go up and buy a margarita, like, every day. So I'm doing, um, and people do that like on Fridays, especially Saturdays. Yeah. And we just had a really nice weather day. I can't remember what day it was. I want to say it was last Friday or Saturday. Um, last Saturday was amazing. It was probably Saturday. Yeah. Uh, it was like bourbon street downstairs, <laughs> like no social distancing, <laughs> fucking empty cups all over the sidewalk. Like just people hanging out, just getting shit faced outside. And I was like, Love oh, it. this is a perfect example of like how all this is going to break down. Yeah. Like, right. like the moment, <clears throat> you know, everybody's been like really thinking them, thinking of themselves as like heroes yeah. for doing all this social distancing. <sighs> but also people love to shame each other. True. I like, I was running on Monday morning and I spit, I spit a lot when I run. Do you spit when you run? Sometimes. I spit a lot when I run. I, I try to drink a glass of water before I leave so that I'm a little loosey goosey, you know, because if I get dry, then I'm like, ha! <laughs> <laughs> then I'm like you all the time. You know? What does that mean? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I was spitting. So I was running in a, in a bike lane. Yeah. I had my mask, yeah. you know, and I, but I pulled my mask down. There's no one near me. There's a guy on the sidewalk close by and I spit. And he's like, hey, buddy, come on. It's like, give me a fucking break, man. I didn't spit in your mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think a guy yelled at me the other day. So when I run, I run with noise canceling earbuds in. Yeah. So I can't hear what the fuck anybody's saying. Yeah. But uh, there was a couple walking and I was running in the road, like along the cars. Cause I, you know, I'm like, I'm just trying to give everybody their space. Yeah. And uh, he, I saw him make eye contact with me and I run without a mask unapologetically. Yeah. Don't care. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Not going to do it. Uh, I, I take precautions or some effort to like stay away from everybody. But um, I saw him make the eye contact with me and then he like nudged the girl that he was with and they both looked at me and he said something. And I, I think it was like wear a mask or something. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, dude, <sighs> Well, just think about the amount of exhaust coming out of your huge body, you know, as you run past. Oh, dude. It's like, it's like an 18 wheeler. Yeah. I like mean, cranking. He, he probably feels everybody. the wave of heat approaching <laughs> before he even sees me. <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm putting out some serious BTUs and I got this fucking beer belly leading out ahead of me yeah, and yeah. I'm sweating and yeah. I got a fucking, I got a, a headband on. Yeah. It's like a cartoon. Just like, <laughs> you see the, the spray coming off it? Right. 
And I'm like, but also I'm a fucking six, eight dude out running. And you're like approximately my age. Mono e mono. Yeah. You're going to tell me what to do. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You tell me what to do. I'm going to take a fucking poke at you, dude. <laughs> All right. Fucking stay out the way. I'm out here trying to achieve physical excellence. <laughs> and if that freaks you out, stay home. Stay um, in your home. Yeah. I, I now run with a bandana like around my neck, kind yeah. of like a cops and robbers look. You know, I have a, <clears throat> a, a buff. Yeah, and I just kind of put it over my face when I feel inclined. That's what just I just to do. be polite, just to <clears throat> give everyone a peace of mind. I do that when I'm uh, I'm humoring people. Exactly. If I can't run on the street, like separated from people, and like if I because I, when I when I run on my short route, I come down uh, Fulton, like through yeah, Fulton yeah, Mall, yeah. Um, and there's people all over the sidewalk. Yeah. So when I'm on a block where there's people, I just pull it up. Yeah, and and I'm like, I know I'm doing nothing. Right. I know this isn't helping anybody. Right. But I'm just trying not to freak anybody out. Right. Fuck them. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we're here to review 90 Day Fiance. Oh, I wanted, but before I, before we do that, I wanted to tell you about this guy I saw uh, exercising. Okay. Um, he wasn't dead like the last person I saw. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, also, I haven't seen Natalie, the dead lady yet uh, since Hell then. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Every night I go out and I'm like, is this going to be the night? Is where you? I, What's her name? Hey, you. What's your name? Hey, hey, hey lady. <laughs> hey, can you hear me? <laughs> what's your name? <laughs> Natalie. Who are you? <laughs> are you Natalie? <laughs> um, uh, so on Sunday, I think it was Sunday. Um, it was another beautiful day, you know, yeah. super nice, like yeah. summer weather. And it was like eight or nine o'clock. And, you know, like... Uh, both me and my wife kind of had that like Sunday itis, you know, where you got yeah, the yeah, like yeah. the uh, don't move, don't want to watch TV, but you're like, you're like, it's still the weekend, but we're like, it the week starting, we're yeah, feeling yeah, that anxiety, yeah. and I was like, hey, why don't we take Charlie out? You know, the weather's beautiful, like it's dark, but it's still warm out. Let's just go head to the park. We'll do a lap around the park. There's sure. like nobody out, whatever. So <clears throat> we went out there. And it was it was genuinely very nice. There was no, virtually no one in the park. Yeah, and we're, we did a lap, and we hear this guy. We hear we hear we hear we hear him before we see him. Yeah, you know how like you can walk the perimeter of Fort Greene Park, but then there's that that path that comes like kind of diagonally down through the park. Yeah. So we're walking down that path, and we hear this guy who's like, "Who, who, and we're like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> What is happening, right? So then he appears and we see him. So, you know, in the park, for people who don't live near a city park, I'm sure this is like what they do everywhere, but they uh, fence off different areas of the park to allow the grass to catch up, Mm -hmm. right? So throughout the park, there's like lines of fencing, yeah, right? So this guy is wearing, I don't know if the right word is unitard, but I want to say it's, it's like not a, the R word. That's not the right word. <clears throat> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, what he's wearing, not, I see, I see. not what he is. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> he's wearing a full body suit. Yeah, like like he like he's in like he's on a bobsled team. Okay, red, bright red. Okay, and he skin is tight. skin tight. Yeah, like full body, and yeah. he's um, aggressively what I would call exercising. Okay. Like stretching, like calisthenics. 
You know, okay. like, like, you know, sure, like, sure. uh, leg up in the air and tapping his toes. And then he's running like full bore through the park and hurtling the fences. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. I think maybe it was I love like, that idea. I mean, you, you could probably go like work sure out with him. I, could. I think so it was funny. one of those like, um, <clears throat> superhero things. You know how there's like real life yeah, nerds yeah. who think that they're superheroes yeah. because they haven't been punched in the face yet. <laughs> <laughs> He's a young guy. I mean, yeah, he looked like approximately my age or younger. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he was a full ass grown man. Right. Wearing essentially pajamas and screaming in the park <laughs> and jumping over the fence. I love that. Honestly, yeah. like do whatever you want now. Get it. Do you whatever know? you need to do. Like, don't let these weird social barriers of things you would be embarrassed about in the past hold you back. Yeah. Like our friend Mark, he let himself go. Oh, completely. He's, he's the weirdest person I know now. Yeah. He, uh, he, he bought plays one, catch by himself. He bought one of those things that throws the ball back at you. <laughs> <laughs> because his wife got tired of playing catch with him. <laughs> That's the best one of the it. best. I, I didn't want to comment on that part. I was like, but you, but you have someone to play catch with. And, and he bought a GoPro to strap to his head while he does it. Yep. So good. Love that guy. Love Mark. Mark. I love his Maybe energy. Maybe one of the, the most unique people I know. Yes. I mean, he's, he, he, he's riding that wave every day, you know? <laughs> like we all get up on the East coast at like 7am. Right? Yeah. And we all sort of check in in the yeah. morning on the Slack channel. Yeah. Mark is up at like 5 a.m. Yeah. I, I don't know why. We sort of have like <clears throat> our group of friends. We're on the Slack channel and we, it's almost become, I feel like it's become kind of a, a, a low level competition Who, to be like first? the first to check in. Sure. And every time you do it, he replies immediately. Yeah, he's just he's like, like, what's up? Yeah, I, I went to Soul Cycle. <laughs> yeah, I've been up for two hours <laughs> and he's on the West Coast. Yeah. Um, that's because he's california sober california sober. all of yes. us are just like drunk and tired and yeah i'm not really drinking i'm drinking consistently but not that much so i'm like i'm i haven't been drunk in like a month oh i've been <laughs> drunk for a month <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I never ever get drunk by myself um but uh anyway so um did you want to talk about uh this this show yeah. so uh <clears throat> we were trying to come up with something to review and like we said, uh, someone suggested Love is Blind. Um, Frank, you have not seen Love is Blind. I saw it for the first time before we recorded. Okay. I have seen like a few episodes. Oh, Love is Blind. It. No, no, no. Sorry. I, no, I haven't seen it. No. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've heard it's good. Yeah. Uh, I know the woman that, that won that won it. Yeah. Did they say one? Uh, is very hot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know enough about it to really talk about it. I've seen like two or three episodes. My wife binged it, watched it straight through and she loved it. Um, but the, 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 like, so it's a show where the, you know, like you, you can't see the people you're talking to, but like, they're all hot. Yeah. It's just all hot people yeah, yeah. just not looking at each other while they're talking. It's right, stupid. Right. Um, but I was telling you that I've been watching <clears throat> 90 day fiance before the 90 days, which is a spinoff of 90 day fiance, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, and you had not seen it. The point of that show is to basically to show like the lead up to like the chaos, like to show like more backstory. Yeah. Because the original concept of 90 day fiance is like, 
you can bring someone over from another country and you have a 90 day visa that there's a, the visa that they have expires within 90 days. And the only way, and so in that 90 days, you either decide to marry them or you send them back to wherever they're from. Right. And, uh, you know, so it's all like the sort of, I'm trying to like not say something terrible, but like it's a lot of situations that you would imagine where it's like guys buying wives on the internet, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and before the 90 days is basically like supposed to be the buildup to that decision to come to the United States and try it out for 90 days. It's just another way to like stretch out sure, sure, the, sure. the concept. I mean, it's like the before the 90 days seems darker to like know these people and get to like see who they are. It does seem a little bit, a little yeah. bit darker because the, the, the reason it's darker is because like it doesn't have to work out. Right. Um, and in some cases they don't even have to exist. <laughs> and Frank, in more than one case, they don't have to exist. Really breaks my heart. Yeah. So, uh, we talked about this and Frank actually hasn't watched it at all, except for right before we started recording. Yeah. yeah. I am totally caught up and have been watching it <laughs> since the beginning because it is, is there only, is there more than one season? Yeah. There's like three seasons. Okay. I haven't watched the other seasons. <clears throat> Uh, but this season really captivated America. Okay. <laughs> um, and that's where I got on board. So I was going to just like walk through the different couples. Mm-hmm. You, you saw two of them. Yeah. Or couples, but yeah. Yeah. One um, and a half. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was just going to kind of explain what's going on because I think that I can convince you to become a rabid fan. So the idea is that they find the men first and see like go on their journey with them. No, it's not. Oh, it's not. It's it's pretty a pretty even split of um, male and female people in America who have found a partner elsewhere. Got it. Got it. Are there any lesbian relationships or like gay relationships? Yes. Okay. Uh, there's one lesbian relationship, mm-hmm. um, and I have a hot take on that one. Okay. Um, so okay, there. Uh, so I'm just going to run through the couples. And I'm going to tell you what I think about them. <laughs> okay. So the, the one that you've witnessed or the two that you've witnessed yeah. is you, you've seen Big Ed and Rosemary. Yeah. Big Ed. That was um, tough. Let me just, I want to get their ages down just so, okay. So Big Ed is 54, right? He looks, he looks good for 54, I think, right? Yeah. He's combing some just for men through his hair. Sure. He has very black hair. Yeah. Cause he dyes it. Yes. And, um, and also comes mayonnaise through it. <laughs> and then, uh, and then Rosemary, who is from the Philippines, who he met on Facebook and she's 23. Facebook. Yeah. How do you- That's the thing, Frank, people meet other people on Facebook. I mean, I get that. I've done it, but like, how did they meet? Like you've when? met people on Facebook? Kind of. Like a person you never met in the outside world friended you on Facebook and you're like, hey, what's up? No, no, no. That's not happening. Like it's someone like, I guess more of an acquaintance. Okay. Like someone I kind of know tangentially. Sure. But it's like someone you know to be a real person like in, yes, in yes. or like connected so to not, your It's not someone from like Mongolia that's right. like, what's up? So like- Let's go have a bathtub <clears throat> with a, a plate of nachos. Right. So, <clears throat> the, the, so this is interesting because like, like my sister is, is, um, you know, like one of the weirdos on Facebook. Okay. Also 
most people on Facebook are the weirdos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So like for me, I don't have Facebook anymore, but when I did, I would never, ever, ever in a million years like accept a friend request from someone I didn't know or from someone I didn't have like some connection to. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm not at all saying that like every single person I was friends with on Facebook, but it might be a listener to the podcast. It might be someone I like interacted with like professionally or something, but it's never just like a random person. Yeah. But there is a whole world of Facebook where that's what people do. Sure. And then those people who do that are shocked to find out that the people that they're friending are not real. <laughs> right. Uh, so like, yeah, my sister is one of those people who are like half the people she interacts with on Facebook, I think are like bots and, uh, you know, catfishers. Does she speak to it? Does she talk about it? Like, she, oh, my friend on Facebook. Yeah. But she just posts like sassy memes. I see. And like, yeah, it's a whole fucking like ghetto that it's crazy. Okay. Anyway. So, um, I'm just saying that so that you can like sort of understand how a 54 year old man in San Diego might actually meet someone on Facebook. Well, I I assumed all those were just spam, like someone trying to get you to click into their like porn site. Right. Well, a cynical person would say that it is someone who's trying to get you to like, sure. Click through and get involved. Sure. It might not be for a porn site. It might be because it's somebody from another country who's trying to like get to the United States. Yeah. For instance. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, Ed and Rosemary met on Facebook. Yeah. He's 54, has no neck. She's 23. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we should qualify the has no neck part. Yeah. Um, he looks like the juggernaut. Yeah. We probably don't have to qualify it too much. Cause I think you're the only person in the United States who has not seen the show. <laughs> I think everybody knows who big Ed is. Okay. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I like. I feel like the world and the internet and America and whatever fell in love with Big Ed very early on in this season because he is sort of like it's easy to pity him. He's like he's kind of charming. I don't know. I felt um, like he seems like he's he he has the best intentions, right? In like the saddest possible way, right? And his his main objective is just not to die alone, which we can all relate to. Right. That's what you want to believe is his main objective. Yeah. I would argue that that is not his main objective. Okay. Uh, so I don't want to like give you my whole take on like the cast immediately, but like, so Ed is 54. Rosemary is 23, lives in the Philippines and he flies to the Philippines to like meet her and meet her family and hang out with her presumably. So he can bring her back to San Diego and then they will have that 90 days to why doesn't she just fly to San Diego and just that's it. Well, then they wouldn't be able to get an extra season of the show. out of it. (laughs) Sure. Um, But she has like a sister and a son and they all live in this, you know, like, like seems like a, it's like a, postcard shop or something yeah, like in yeah, this yeah. In the back sh- of like a store it, yeah the store is like a postcard shop or something yeah. but like they live in the back of it in like a concrete room it's just yeah. like such intense poverty yeah he's he's from san diego works at like an ad agency and he shows up there and is just like you don't have air conditioning what <laughs> <clears throat> but all right so here's what i'm gonna say 
this is this is my criticism of the whole thing. Um, so, like, I'm just thinking about. Sorry, just jump ahead. I'm thinking about like, okay, he works in an ad agency in San Diego, right? Yeah, and he brings her back to San Diego. Yeah, and then tries to go about his life as if she's now part of it. Yeah, right. Nothing he's going to do is going to seem normal and okay. Totally. Totally. And so everything he does, he's going to be mocked for or given the side eye. Yes. Or like, what are you doing? And like, it's, it's an obvious charade. So, yeah. So here, here I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to spoil a lot for you. I know I'm stating the obvious here, but. Yeah. That, of course. Like, the elephant in the room with every single couple on the show is like there is an ul- ulterior motive that each person has. Yeah. You obviously don't like each other. Well, right? I, mean, like, I mean, maybe you do. Like, she actually seems pretty chill and, like, calm. Like, he seems like he might actually like her. She doesn't seem like she likes him. But uh, more of what I'm saying is, like, you're not going to live this a normal life with each other. Totally not. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there is. It, 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 they're completely deluded. Like, yeah. Um, okay. So... I don't want to go big picture yet um, because my, my big picture criticism applies to pretty much everyone on the show. But uh, so we, we've only talked about Ed and right. and Rose, but uh, the other person you saw is uh, what the heck is his name? I'm scrolling through the list of people on the show. Um, the guy who lives in Las Vegas, David. Yes. David. Yeah from Las Vegas who is 60 and his quote also unquote, dyed hair totally just for men in that shit. Yeah. Uh, he's got like sort of a like wavy quaff, like, like a seventies kind of like brushback thing. He yeah. should maybe, maybe go like a big Ed style, like yeah. grease it up and pull it back into a ponytail. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but his girlfriend <laughs> quote unquote girlfriend, Lana is 27 and lives in the Ukraine or Ukraine, it's not the Ukraine. Uh, she doesn't exist. It's <laughs> she does not I mean, exist. It, it it sucks. There. Okay, so I want to I want to have compassion and empathy for these guys, right? And it's really hard to when you're trying to date like a twenty something year old and you're sixty. Yeah, because I could be wrong. But I'm guessing your objective is to date someone who's hot. Yes. And I get it. Y'all get it. Yeah. But maybe maybe your objective is to have kids too. Right? You want to have kids. That is an element of um, Big Ed and Rose's story that comes up later in the season. Because she, she already has a kid though, right? Yes. Um, but she wants to have two more. It's like her life goal. Interesting. And he has a already has a, he has a vasectomy scheduled before he even leaves to go to the Holy Philippines hell. and then just decided not to tell her about it. What? <laughs> but it feeds in to my larger criticism of everyone on the show, which Fuck. I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going to wait until we get through all the couples to, okay. to pontificate. I'm obviously like a, a novice <laughs> in this yeah. world. It's interesting because you, I, I feel like you are going through the first stage of what <laughs> everyone goes through when they watch the show. And, and immediately you feel sympathy. I, I I'm like going through the sympathy, but I'm also like, as I feel sympathy for these people, I'm also going through like playing out their reality. 
Sure, sure. It's, and so I'm like, oh man, no, that's a bad idea. Right. It's sympathy, but it's sympathy combined with like, oh my God, like you're in such a twisted situation. I feel so bad for like you. You're making so many bad decisions. Yeah. I feel bad for you and the other person. I feel bad for everybody involved. Yeah. This show will inoculate you from feeling that. So way. I used to love my guiltiest pleasure. Uh, was 90 day, 90 day, no, um, sorry, Millionaire Matchmaker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that show. I, I watched that. I've watched a couple seasons of that. Fucking grim. What's her name? What's the matchmaker's name? No idea. <laughs> but you're just watching these, like, women. So everyone on both sides are just disgusting. Yeah. Right? And these, like, beautiful women, women who are young and want to marry rich. Yeah. It's horrible guys just want to like marry some young hot thing and they're like basically these women are paraded around these guys could like go out and choose one yeah and then they're like taking you on a date on their yacht oh my fucking god i will say that like what's what's interesting about 90 day fiance uh and all of its spinoffs and what kind of separates it from millionaire matchmaker is that like you go in with preconceived notions and you think like I like you, you kind of feel like, you know, who's <clears throat> exploiting who. Yeah, sure. But, but then you realize in almost every single situation, it's like exploitation back and forth. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, and then you realize that like, there's kind of no one to pity because you're like, Oh, you're just, you're just shitty people. That's why like, you're going through this. Like with big Ed, like, okay, you had this deep well of sadness inside of you that right. you're trying to fill. Right. Right. Sure, we can all relate to that. Sure, and, and you're I've trying been to known to walk around my apartment wearing a kimono, drinking a glass of red wine, <laughs> putting mayonnaise, putting in my hair. various salad dressings through my hair <laughs> <laughs> to impress like a twenty-something-year-old. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's fine. We we all understand that like that kind of like darkness, but like you're doing it in a way where you're trying to find like just a hot thing. To fill that hole. Right. Like just a crumpled up corpse in a bathtub, you know? Like a mannequin in a bathtub. <laughs> like a, a mannequin in a shower stall, <laughs> diagonally head first in a bathtub. No. I, <clears throat> so, all right. Let me, let me go through the couples. And I'm just going to like, I mean, they're, they're, they each have their own issues. But like there is a, an overarching criticism that i have about the show i also, think this is our new podcast by the I way it's gonna be a spinoff love the show <laughs> i love this show i could watch it 24 hours a day. oh man i think it's too depressing for me see you're still in the first wave i'm telling yeah. you you're you're in the first stage of experiencing the show so I, i'm just gonna walk you through so we've already talked about um we've already talked about big ed and rose mm-hmm and David and Lana, just ugh, the worst. Um, so there's this guy, Jeffrey, who's 41, okay. who has met uh, Varya, who is 30, from Russia. Yeah, it's more reasonable. <clears throat> yeah, they, they are probably the most reasonable relationship sure, sure. on the show. He is, um, I would describe him as a short jack dude. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, That's fine. Yeah, how, he, how short? Not like super short, but like, you could tell it's probably an issue for him. Yeah. Um, he's, he, he's 
not like bodybuilder Jack, but you could tell like fitness is his thing. Yeah. He drinks protein shakes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. Uh, and or lifting is his thing. Probably not fitness lifting. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, it's revealed that he has a criminal history of selling drugs and, uh, he's got nipple tattoos that, um, show up from time to time. They're like sort of like tribal tattoos around his nipples. Okay. Um, it looks like they're in the process of being lasered off. Okay. <laughs> um, and she is the one on the show who is the most transparent about being like, yeah, I'm just trying to get to the United States. Um, but it's weird because she has like a family and like a group of friends and like a whole support system and her whole, her own apartment. And she's like a radio DJ in the U S or in, in, the Ukraine? in, in Russia. Okay. Um, but she, she's from Siberia. She grew okay. up in Siberia. Okay. Um, and so like, she seems to have like this whole world and she met him online and you know, she's like, yeah, like I want to move to the United States. Yeah. Um, and he is having trouble like grappling with that throughout the episodes sure. because she's pretty plain about it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, dude, like the reason I'm doing this is cause I want to move to the United States. Like you're cool too. But also, yeah. um, and, and he's trying to deceive himself into being in love or what? Of course. Everybody on the show. Just help someone out. Right. But he, he, right. But he wants a partner. He wants like everybody. I, I would say that like, you know, a generalization you can make is that like everybody who's coming from the United States thinks that they're going to get like a life, life partner. Yeah. Like a soulmate. Yeah. Um, but, but she seems very cool, very nice. Like, um, and she, she seems like very truthful with him. Like, uh, and they do seem to get along and they do seem to be like attracted to each other. Maybe I don't even know. Yeah. But, but like they, they film segments where they're like out with her friends and like with her family and stuff. Um, but like they go to her apartment with him and he's like, Oh, weird. Like, it looks like this place is like half finished. And she was like, well, yeah, I was like in the process of remodeling it. And then I met you and he was like, what? So, so you thought like you wouldn't be living here anymore because you'd be moving somewhere else. And she was like, well, yeah, that's like, (laughs) yeah, stupid. That's the whole point. (laughs) It was a fun episode. Um, uh, what do you like about this show? What gets you off about the show? What gets me off? Yeah. Okay. What gets me off? <laughs> okay. Taking a bath. Uh, <laughs> taking a bath and watching 90 Day Fiance be, uh, before the 90 days. Uh, no, it's um, really what, what I find most compelling about it is that in most situations, it is impossible to pick out who the bad guy is and who the good guy is. Like that's what's so okay. unique about it to me <clears throat> because you you're set up to have preconceived notions about like, Oh, a Westerner is going to this other country and they're like plucking someone out from their yeah. bad situation. And, yeah. you know, but like it, it, it's, it, you realize that like this, this like, power dynamic shifts back and forth constantly between the people. And it's so interesting. I don't know. It's just, it's so interesting to watch because they're so, 
deluded. Like you watch the clip of that guy from Las Vegas. Yeah. Where like he he's been talking to a girl on a on a a chat website where you pay to chat for seven years. I think at one point he said he spent like over a hundred thousand dollars on her or something. So he's just is he can he see her or is he just like texting? Like messaging. Texting and still photos. He's probably talking to a staff working for a website in the Ukraine or Ukraine. And, and he's looking at like stock photos of a hot babe thinking that he's talking to his like dream girl, his dream girl. And it's, it's probably, it's literally like a customer support call room. Who's just like, Hey, we got that idiot on like (laughs) whose turn is it? You know, like it's, it's so crazy. Um, but all right, I'll save this criticism. Uh, so yeah. there is one odd, odd couple out of the whole show, and it's Darcy, who is 45 from Middletown, Connecticut, and Tom, who is 39 from the UK. They're just two gross rich people who huh. th- th- there's no struggle between them other than the fact that like she is just a disaster with like covered in um, terrible plastic surgery, and he's like some dorky rich guy from the UK, and they won't commit to each other. I don't know why they're included in the show. It's a boring relationship. Yeah. The only reason. How did they meet? I have no idea. Mm. Uh, Apparently they were on a previous season. I don't know. I don't get it. He must be like an executive producer on the show or something. It makes no sense. Um, So I told you about Jeffrey and Varya. Jeffrey is from Knoxville. Varya is from Russia. Uh, David and Lana. Ed and Rose. Uh, Oh, dude. All right, so these are my two. All right, we got three more couples, two of which are my favorite on the show. I think we need a spinoff <clears throat> show for for ninety day fiance. We should have a watch along show. Yeah, where you just lose your shit and I just <laughs> laugh. All right, so this is my favorite couple, Lisa, who is fifty two. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that for a second. I think she's probably sixty. <laughs> From York, Pennsylvania. Yeah. And Usman, who goes by Soja Boy. Okay. Like, not okay. Soldier Boy. Soja Boy. Okay. That's S-O-J-A. Okay. B-O-Y. He's 30 years old from Nigeria. He is a hip-hop artist. Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, they're in love. Yep. She looks like a... Being from Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. And being, you know, from and familiar with rural areas of Pennsylvania, Mm -hmm. she is just like a classic 55 to 60 year old woman who has been chain smoking out in the hills of Pennsylvania for (laughs) her entire life. Yeah. And she thinks that she, she literally believes that she is in love with a 30-year-old rap star, star yeah. from Nigeria named Soja Boy. Okay. And they play this one music video of his like over and over again. And his his raps, uh, his 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 game, his rap game, <laughs> it sounds like this. Girl, ooh, you girl. I mean, that's that's some rap, right? That's that's what I, I guess. It's pretty bad. Um, he plainly says that his goal is to move to the U S to take over the rap world. I see. 
as Soja Boy. Okay. Not Soldier Boy. Soja Boy. <laughs> Not at all a problem for you. Um, it was like if I wanted to move to the United States to take over the basketball game as Michael Joden. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we like make this a two-parter? Because I'm worried about time right now. Oh, should we, should we stop? Should we do? Uh, how, how far are we right now? Well, there's only two more couples to get through. Okay. Okay. Um, so, uh, okay. I'll stop. Uh, I'll stop talking about them. Um, there's Stephanie 29 from Yonkers. Okay. She is an influencer on the internet. Okay. And she met Erica 24 from Australia. That seems fine. Erica 24 from Australia seems like such a peach of a person. Yeah. And Stephanie seems like a crazy narcissist who lives her entire life online and is not equipped at all to like deal with other people. That's just a young person now though. Yes. Yeah. So you get to sort of like watch them go through their young person stuff. And then my other favorite couple is, uh, Yolanda 51 from Las Vegas. Yeah. And her boyfriend, um, his name is Williams. (laughs) Plural. Yeah. Uh, she pronounces it. Williams, which I just love. Uh, and my wife gets really irritated when I keep saying Williams. Um, and he is 40 and from England and also fictional and does not exist. <laughs> Poor Williams. She sends him a bunch of nudes and oh. then she gets like our email from someone else who's like, yo, we got your nudes and we're going to like send them out if you don't send us money. Ooh. And then like his Instagram gets deleted and like, and her, and she is, um, a widow whose husband died in prison and she has like five kids and all her kids are like, mom, please fuck this guy doesn't exist. And she's like, I'm pretty sure we're in love. And he's like, (laughs) the pictures are this like extremely crazy jacked dude. Yeah. And they're like, okay, have you heard of like reverse image searching? Like we're going to yeah, search yeah, on yeah. Google and it just comes up with stock photos of like a Jack dude. It's like uh, Jack dude, one Jack uh, dude, two Jack dude, three. And she's like, somebody stole Williams photos. Oh no. Yeah. Like total denial. It's great. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> but just, just sort of rabbit. I, I hope that like your, ex- your limited exposure to this show has inspired you to experience it. Has it? <laughs> I don't know if I can handle watching it alone. To be honest with you, it's too depressing. It is pretty depressing. Too grim. Yeah. Um, maybe next time I'm over, we'll watch it before we record again. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll do a spinoff. Okay. Maybe we'll do, okay. or, or or maybe we'll do like a watch along episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, what I what I wanted, I, I've been resisting telling you uh, until you, I gave you like you know the list of the couples and stuff. The thing that I always think about when I'm watching this show is that the people who you think are being victimized, like the Yolandas and the Davids and even the Big Eds, and like they are such intense narcissists. Well, okay. That like Yolanda, this 60-year-old mom from Las Vegas – looks in the mirror and thinks she deserves to be banging a dude right. who is that 15 years younger than her and like 0% body fat. That's Big Ed, who, who is 52 and like wants a vasectomy and has no neck and combs 
mayonnaise through his hair, <laughs> looks in the mirror and thinks, you know what I deserve? I deserve to be spending every day of my life banging out a 23-year-old. Yeah. And I can't get that here, so I'm going to use what like the tools that the modern world has given me to make that happen. And to me, that is sick. I agree. That's <laughs> that's sort of what I was tiptoeing around before. Like, why... You, you think you need something else that's what's in front of you or what your options are, like what your available options are. Um, and that is its own like darkness within itself, right? Yeah. It's like a delusional uh, a world. Um, but I still feel bad for him though. Like I still feel <laughs> I like, think yes, that- he's delusional and yes, he's like a, a kind of a bad guy for doing it. But I like, think you would feel less bad if you if you saw the way that he like systematically imposes himself on another person. Like, do I think he deserves to suffer? No. Right. But if if he's like it, he doesn't deserve to suffer, but he deserves to lie in the bed that he's made. Do like, I think he's like causing others pain? Probably not. I think he probably is. He's got a daughter. Okay. Who is super not psyched about his life. How did he get a daughter? They show young pictures of him, and he's not—he's not a bad-looking guy when he's young, and he—he he clearly knows how to like talk to people. Um, so yeah, like, do I wish him like to suffer for his like narcissism? Not really, right? You do, I think. I don't wish for him to suffer, but I wish for um, every single moment of the show there is an elephant in the room that no one will address. Yeah, that's the thing about it. Yeah. And I want like there's like like he talks about like Rose not shaving her legs and like how he thinks that's gross. And you just want to be like, dude, you should you should be so psyched yeah. that she would even make eye contact with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like like you want this you there's want an this woman to it. Exactly. It's yes. it's like this narcissism. Like he believes he deserves that. Right. And and it's like every person like the the walls that that keep that delusion intact is like the is that that entitlement. It's yeah, the yeah. belief that they yeah. deserve that. Right. That feels so fucking like apropos of American culture though right now. Yeah. Like everyone seems entitled as fuck to like getting everything they could possibly get. Anyway, let's do top three. <laughs> you, you are listening to Frank and Eric's. There it is. You're going to feel strong pressure on the prostate gland from inside your rectum. Top three showdown. <laughs> okay. We're going to do uh, fan requests yeah. tonight. We got some feedback after Frank bummed everybody out last time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It turns out that's how to get a response out of people. <laughs> yeah. that's I, It worked. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, drive a plane into the uh, podcast. Okay. So uh, go ahead. Top three celebrity crushes. Um, we're not going to do all these, right? No. Okay. Uh, top three celebrity crushes. Oof. Um, we're going to do three of these. Oh, shit. The celebrity crushes. That's yeah. tough. Um, <clears throat> I should have come prepared. <laughs> uh, Tom Hardy? Oh, I think, okay. Do they okay. have to be... No, no. Whatever you... <laughs> 
<laughs> do I have to live up to your no, it's a fluid, it's a fluid I, do I have to live up to your gender <laughs> expectations? No, man, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hardy, number one. <laughs> yeah. Tom Hardy's my number one. Okay. Okay, now you go. No, oh, oh sure, sure, of course. <laughs> uh you said Tom Hardy. Okay. Do you know he's like reading like like children's bedtime stories on YouTube now? Is that your uh is that what you're doing? No, I haven't watched it because I feel like it's too, too much. much for you. Yeah. <laughs> Might get divorced. <laughs> uh okay um let's see top three celebrity crushes i'm gonna go with um ooh. how about um always been a big been a big amanda pete fan really yeah i feel like she's from another era at this point yeah she is but i agree yeah. you remember you remember in the whole nine yards when she showed her boobs i don't Oh, that was good. I, but <laughs> but her in Saving Silverman. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, that was good. That was her era. Yeah, that like was like mean and hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, geez, Celebrity Crush. I'm trying to think of like what I even watch. Oh my god, uh, have you watched Upload at all? Mm-mm. It's uh, it's on Amazon Prime. It's from the guy who made uh, The Office and Parks and Rec and uh, sure. Uh, King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about like the future where when you die, they can upload your consciousness into like this paid, um, sure. paid afterlife where, where afterlife where you get to like be you. Yeah. Um, and it, it takes place at Mohonk mountain house, which is cool. Cause I've been there, Yeah. yeah. but, um, they have <clears> like <throat> customer service reps who are angels. Sure. And so if you're like living, so you follow this main character in this, uh, you know, um, fake, afterlife yeah and at any time he could be like angel and like call in a customer service rep to help him uh and there is one that he develops a relationship with i don't know what her name is but i am i'm quickly falling in love with her so i'll make her my number two okay she is just so so great um i'm gonna go with uh jeff goldblum for number two i mean that is some dangerous eroticism right Also, uh, cool and charming and fun. Yeah. Funny. I could see that. Yeah. I guess his character in, um, <laughs> I understand what's going on. Sure. Right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to rewrite history a little bit. No, no, I, no, I get no, it. No, no. <laughs> um, uh, uh, celebrity crush. I'm going to say, um, I mean, these are a lot like my top three. I'm just sure, picking like sure, three sure. random celebrity crushes. Uh, uh, I'm going to say Mama's and the Papa's era, Michelle Phillips. Who is that? The hot one from the Mama's and the Papa's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know her. Wow. Yeah. Check Sorry. Out. Sorry. Uh, number three, it's kind of a deep cut. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Brian Lehrer. Okay. Radio show host, uh, public radio, WNYC. Okay. And if you point nine. Okay. National treasure. So you want to do a three-way or a four-way <laughs> with Brian Lehrer. Uh-huh. Um, who else? Was your, uh, Amanda Pete. Amanda Pete and. Basically myself. And Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> a version of myself, yeah. A more handsome. You, got, you want to take a bath with the three of those and have nachos? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> uh, Michelle, what's her name? Phelps. Michelle Phillips. Yeah. Phillips from the Mamas and the Papas. Yeah. 
from that era. Got it. Um, okay, next next category is um, type of soups. Top three type of soups. I'm going to go French onion. <laughs> uh, my number one all time. I have an easy, easy number one all time. Lentil. Oh, lentil's good. I have a lentil. Yeah. yeah. Also, a lot of protein. Yes. A lot of, a lot of uh, fiber. Yep. Um, okay, so my next soup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, she's hot. Right? Yeah, she's a babe. Um, there's something about, um, if you watch any of the old videos of the mamas and the papas, uh, or the mamas and papas? Mamas and mamas the Mamas and the papas. Mamas and the papas. Uh, if you watch the old footage of them, <clears throat> When like Mama Cass, who is the other woman, yep. she does like her like weird shuffly foot dancing thing. But Michelle Phillips has this like stilted kind of like very like uh, robotic way of moving. That's your thing. I don't know what a, what a, I find. <clears throat> I find it so captivating. Interesting. It's like, uh, do you remember? Do you remember Claire Forlani? Who's that? She was. Uh, do you remember the movie Mallrats? Yes. Okay, you remember um not Liv Tyler? No, not Liv Tyler, but the guy in Mallrats who was played by either Jason or Jeremy London. It's uh-huh. like the main character, yeah, yeah. he has a girlfriend. Yeah. And her dad is the bald guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um that's Claire Forlani. Okay. She and she was also in Meet Joe Black. Okay. So, I read a review of Meet Joe Black. <laughs> and I think Roger Ebert wrote it and it said the thing about Claire Forlani is that she's so beautiful that she doesn't know what to do with it. Hmm. Like she, she stands out on the screen. Like it, like so I feel about Margot Robbie, Margot Robbie, like shocks me every time I see I, her. I feel like she knows what to do with it though. I don't know, man. Oh my God. Uh, Charlize Theron. Oh my God. Yeah. She is so brutally attractive. Yeah. And then like when you see her in an interview or, or, or whatever, like on hot ones or yeah, like I feel that way about Key Blanchett. Oh, very cool. It's like very shocks cool. me. Yeah. All right. Now it's just, we, anyway, we've opened soups. the floodgates. Number two on soups. Uh, yeah. Soups. <laughs> uh, 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 no, I was going to say that um, Michelle Phillips back in the day uh, had that sort of air about her where it was like, she was like a talented musician, but like didn't even know what to do with her beauty. Sure. 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 Um, so she looks kind of like stilted yeah, when yeah, she, yeah. anyway, um, that's something I enjoy about her. Yeah. Anyway, uh, 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 my second soup, I'm going to call it, uh, when I was a kid growing up, my grandmother used to make this thing called Saturday soup. Okay. And it was, uh, <clears throat> macaroni with like this tomato sauce, but it was a very loose tomato sauce with, um, ground beef in it. That's but it, good. but it was not meat sauce. It was a completely different. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been able to reproduce it. I love a good, uh, <laughs> pasta vajoule. What is that from the Sopranos? I love a good pasta vajoule. Is that a Sopranos thing? <laughs> it's just a soup. It's kind of soup. I love a gabagool. <laughs> Dude, when you were when you were uh, growing up in New Jersey, did you say gabagool? Okay, uh, <laughs> that's a real question. Sure, yeah, I'll entertain your mildly uh, racist uh, commentary about my family. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, no, we didn't say gabagool. No, <laughs> what? what? No, that's- I wasn't. Hey, Grandma, can you pass the gabagool? No, <laughs> is that your question? I mean, no. I mean, I wasn't trying no. to be insulting, but okay. that was a real question. Okay. Because I thought that gabagool was a made-up word, mm-hmm. and then I looked it up, and it turns out that like it's a word. Yeah. 
and that like you know ethnically Italian people mm-hmm. use it. Sure. Like scumuts, where I'm from, you know what that is? No. Well, don't attack me. All right, <laughs> it's a cheese. <laughs> I didn't ask you if it was like you grew up saying scamuts. I did. <laughs> yeah, we didn't say gabagool over the uh, over dinner. Did people say gabagool? I mean, again, you're. We're, do you want to like? Hey, did you say these like racist stereotype things about you know like no, not really. No, I'm not asking you a racist question. Sure, sure, sure. It's you're, fine. A, you're an Italian guy from New Jersey. Yeah, no, I know. I, I'm the only Italian guy you know. So let's just ask an Italian guy. I know other Italian people, <laughs> but they didn't say gabagool. Yeah. No, I didn't hear anyone in my family say gabagool. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It's a third soup. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> I, I think my third soup is going to be uh, 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 like a New England clam chowder. Oh. Yeah, nothing I hate more than a clam chowder <laughs> or a lobster bisque. Ugh, oh, man, beef stew Gross. like a good stew. Yeah, you don't like stew? Not really. No. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm a vegetarian. I don't know if you know that about me. I well, I thought you were sort of a casual vegetarian. Yeah, but I'm not gonna eat like a beef stew. You know? I mean, have you had it? It's <laughs> great. Um, my third, my third soup. I think I'm gonna go uh, French onion. It's just too hard to resist. It's so good, right? It's a bowl of cheese. I made it from scratch recently. Is it good? Oh my god, it was divine. Really? Was yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. I spent all day. <laughs> Isn't it an all day meal? Because you get it at a pub, it's like ten minutes. Yeah, because they've been cooking it all day. Maybe yeah. you got to let that shit cook down. Mm, all yeah. the onions, yeah. It's like a million onions. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, my wife, my <laughs> wife had it. She just walked in. You really, really stiffened up there, huh? That was good, right? Yeah. <laughs> you like the French onion? No. no? No. Uh, he should have seen his posture. He's like, she, okay, all right. I liked it at the time. Right, I, know, yeah, yeah. I thought we were about to get the boot. <laughs> <laughs> like, be cool, be cool, be cool. Um, we have two other questions from <laughs> from, from the listeners. Uh, Eric, um, when did you know you wanted to marry your wife? Mm. <sighs> <laughs> Are you threatening me? <laughs> Um, this is a spinoff episode too. Yeah. Uh, when did when I, did you know? When did I know? When did you know you were going to marry your wife? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> when did I know? I mean, in, in some ways, mm-hmm. I'm just. In some ways, I will say the moment. From the I, moment you met, of the, course. Yeah. And and that's not of a course. joke. Yeah. Because uh, I, I felt as though um, if I could offer some guidance to the youth out there, <laughs> when the moment I laid eyes on my beautiful wife, uh-huh. she was what standing on a table. No, she was. We were in a bar. Uh-huh. Uh, she w- she was there before me. I came in with uh, um, Brianna. Brianna and I. Yeah. Uh, I had just finished moving. I think Jason's ex girlfriend out of her old place into her new place. Yeah. And then I went with Brianna to this party at a bar. It was a tweet up yep. at the time. Yep. <clears throat> and um, I walked in, we were ordering drinks and I, I looked over and I saw uh, my future wife. Didn't know it was my future wife mm-hmm. at the time. Uh, but I, I can honestly say, and this sounds like I'm making it up, but I swear to God, I'm yep. not. It was like seeing um, a platonic ideal mm. in real life. Yeah. Like, like I had always imagined or dreamed of, of or dreamt of uh, 
meeting someone who looked like her. But okay, so you're dating, but like in reality, when you're like, okay, but once we once we get to it, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, outside of like the uh, the uh, idolization of the person, right, right, right. You mean after after you get through the the lusty, yes, exactly, the lusty, you know, first meeting, sure. Um, <clears throat> I, you know, we we were together for how many years were we together before we got engaged? Like uh, a few, um, <laughs> and we broke up in the middle, spent some time apart. Yeah. Um, I think that after we got back together. Like after we split up, yeah. Um, OG listeners of the podcast will know yeah, yeah, yeah. that they 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 rode through that with us. <laughs> uh, after we got we got back together, um, I felt like that was it was like a that was the real deal. Well, if you're going to get back together at that point, you're right. sort of have like, to like right like why, either in or out. What are you what are you getting back together for if right. not? Um, and then she had. Uh, she wanted to get married before her, her, or she wanted to get engaged before her 30th birthday. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I, uh, proposed to her the day before her 30th. birthday. (laughs) I I ran the clock out. Was that intentional? Yeah. I was like, um, you know, uh, I'm going to do a sports metaphor here, even though I don't really watch sports. It was like, it was like, you know, when like the guys like, you know, like waiting for the clock to run out. <laughs> You're killing the sports metaphor, right? <laughs> and then he does the thing, yeah, to get the point. Yeah, that's what I did. But no, really, did you like? Were you hemming and hawing, or you just you didn't get your shit together in time, or what? Did you intentionally uh, wait till the last minute? All you right. thought it'd be funny. The, uh, no, no, it wasn't a matter of being funny. It was. Um, this sounds really stupid, but I had never really thought that far ahead. Yeah. Um. I'm not like, you know how there's people who are like, I never thought I'd live past 30 or like whatever. I'm not one of those people. I lived, I I never thought about being an adult Hmm. because when I, when I was growing up, adulthood seemed so miserable Mm. that I was just like, Oh, I'm not going to do whatever any of that stuff is. So I'm just going to like keep doing my thing. And so it wasn't like, it wasn't like I resisted the notion of it. It wasn't like I you just didn't have a plan for it. Yeah. It was just not something I know that like, there are right. some people who are like, I have mm-hmm. a, I have a clear plan. Like by a certain age, I want to yeah. be married. I want to have kids and all that stuff. I'm not closed off to those things. I just don't have a blueprint for it. Yeah. I feel the same way. Like I, when I moved back from California, I feel like I should try to plan things more. And then when I tried to do that, I hated it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think you can realistically, or like, you know, try to make more concrete plans about life. And I was like, actually, I don't want to do this at all. Yeah. I mean, I think if you don't want to, then you shouldn't. Yeah, sure. Right. I think that if you meet the right mm. person and that person expresses that they want that stuff and you feel good about it, then you do it. It seemed like more of a responsible thing to do is what I mean. Yeah. Um, and that's why I waited till the 11th hour. But so before the breakup though. Yeah. Did you not have an, were you unsure or? Uh, I think. It wasn't on your radar. <clears throat> No, I think that if like like before we broke up, if like one day she was like, "Let's go get married today," I would have. Right. But I wasn't. I wasn't like thinking that far ahead. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. And so when we broke up, I was like, "Oh, I guess that's not going to work out." I, right. Right. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah, I, I totally would have. When you were broken up, did you think you were going to get back together at some point or no? Did you I, think you were done? 
I didn't think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, that was a rough year. Whew. <laughs> as your friend? Whew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we all went through that together as a community. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't the only person who suffered that yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. That was intense. Uh, I know. I'm not, I'm not saying it was like uncomfortable, but you know, like your friend is having a hard time. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, and and I I wear my heart on my sleeve. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah uh, that's true. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not I'm not a stiff upper lip kind of guy. No, you know? no, no, no. I'm pretty much screaming all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other question is, uh, am I dating during quarantine? Uh, that's a no. Yeah, it seems like a bad idea. It seems like a, a terrible idea. Yeah. Um, and Maybe also, like, like some what are you gonna do, cam girl? Do you want to go on a walk? Whacking off in the bathtub kind of thing? Uh, you know, uh, not really my thing. I'm just saying there's options out sure. there that sure, don't sure, involve, sure. Uh, you know. Flesh? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't. It seems unwise. So I agree. Yeah. I, I think, um, yeah, I mean. Like how how could you even do that? What, do, what are your options? I mean, unless you're just sort of agreeing, like, you know, what are you going to do? Like, okay, you're the only person I'm going to see on our first date. Yeah, right. Somebody told me that there's like speakeasies in New York right now. That's I believe that. Yeah, um, I guess you could like go to a speakeasy and like. Do you think there's single women going I'm, to speakeasies right now? I'm good. Probably not the kind you want to meet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Also, it just seems like one of those obnoxious things to do. Again, it's like an entitlement thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, I, I know better. We can we can outdo this thing. Right. Well, like assuming <clears throat> you're a psycho who would who would like who yeah. who already yeah. like believes that. Right. If you go to a speakeasy, you're just going to meet someone who's as crazy as you. Yeah, I don't know. It's like also, <clears throat> I have a real repulsion to like class class identities and so that to me feels like a class identity feeling uh to, like, to oh we're gonna do a speakeasy thing because we can we think we're better than this or feeling like immune to it because yeah. like uh that's this right. doesn't happen to us exactly yeah yeah, 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 yeah. no i think that like I, th- I think that's an element of the whole virus that like i don't know like people maybe like haven't fully integrated totally you know totally um so that was our three that was yeah. our top three we did it kind of we have more we're gonna go back to the rest <laughs> yeah we of have list. A, we have a big list now we have a great. long list really effective use of a bummer topic <laughs> the week before yeah really shocked people um yeah all right uh yeah this one went a little long that's okay uh thank you everybody for listening and hope you're safe hope you're you know take a bath you don't know? take a bath. Take a bath if you're upset. <laughs> you know, just just set your set your status to a way. I feel like every woman I know takes a bath. I've I haven't taken a bath in forever. Well, why why the bath? Because it's relaxing. Oh my god, it's so relaxing. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you're it's right. so warm. And then when you get cold, you just use your toe to like turn the thing back on, and then it like gets oh, warm man. again. That's not a visual Oof. I Hmm. Man, so good. And then you stand up and you turn on the shower and you rinse off all your garbage water and then you're back in the world. Nope. Oh, it's wonderful. You are missing out. Anyway, uh, hit us up, Frank and Eric on Twitter, uh, Eric at Frank and Frank at Frank and If you have uh, <clears throat> ideas for things uh, for us to talk about or uh, uh, top three showdown ideas, 
send it all our way. I guess it would be cool to like smoke a joint and sit in the bathtub. <laughs> I've done it, dog. Well, no, I've 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 vaped. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Vaping is a little more mellow. Yeah. You know, smoking a joint is like. Pew, sure. I'm, sure, I'm sure. gone. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know the vape. Oh, it's just like uh, that's nice. It's like you got your head on a little cloud. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, highly recommend it. It's incredible, especially if like a podcast to listen to, like Frank and Eric. <laughs> Get in there. Listen to two two jerks <clears throat> just talk about their uh, yeah. their lives and their their celebrity crushes. <laughs> yeah, and like <laughs> like a depressing dating show. Here's what you do: draw yourself a warm <laughs> bath. Get some get some tea lights. You know, light Oof. them all up around yeah, the, yeah. around the perimeter. Do you use tea lights? You don't use tea no. Lights. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to set a goddamn scene for the fans. Get yourself some tea lights. Align them around the perimeter. You're like you're like Meg Ryan alone, like in a in a in a '90s movie. You're just like treating yourself. It's a Friday after a long week. You you have a a, mm. a big cold glass of white wine on the what? on the on the edge of the tub, and then you pop those earbuds in and you listen to Frank and Eric talk about a TV show that <laughs> that Eric really likes and Frank hasn't seen. Yeah. Can beautiful. you imagine anything beautiful. better? And then when it gets a little chilly, you use your little toe to go up there and you I mean turn. I think our voices will create some nice vibrations in the tub too. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah, uh thanks for listening and uh you know, come back next week. Stay positive. <laughs>
Another way.